open ourselves to guidance by creating clarity for what we stand for and where we would like to go. And in this heart space, this is where we can allow our intuition to guide us to establish our practices. Welcome, everyone. You're now listening to the Alchemized Glory podcast. I'm Shanique, the host and curator of the Alchemized Glory podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope that you are well and that you are hearing this episode right when you need it. I am so excited for this week's episode because it's something that I practice regularly. I I create personal missions and affirmations and invocation because, you know, we are always changing and that is the name of the game. So this is really, really exciting stuff. And I brought a little science with me. So I hope that, that I'm really able to break down, you know, the why and how this spiritual technology is so powerful and how it really helps to keep me aligned and keep my head down and focus on what matters. So I have a couple announcements before we get started. The Alchemized Glory Collective has a new website. We are on the interwebs at alchemizedglory.co. It's really cozy. It's giving vacation on film vibes. I'm so excited to have all the episodes on there. So if you're not big into Apple Podcasts and Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts on, you can always go to alchemizedglory.co. All the episodes, show notes, links are all there. So come and visit us. Say hi. There is a newsletter that you can sign up for that will have tons of juicy information that I talk about in, in the episodes. So head over there and let me know what you guys think. And if there are any suggestions on episodes you can also drop a message there as well or send me a dm or email and i'm happy to get in touch really want to make this a space that is conducive to where we're heading as a community and i have some really juicy episodes up my sleeve but i'm always open up to suggestions as well so Really excited for this new year. There will be new episodes every other Wednesday. I hope that pace really is resonant with us to embody all of the information, to really sit with the topics, and we can honor our pace. And I think that when we honor our pace, it's super supportive. So I'm really excited for this year and all the things that are to come. So if you'd like to be notified of episodes, make sure that you are subscribed. You can always subscribe in your podcast provider, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave a written review. A five-star rating is always nice. And share this with your community, whoever you think might benefit from this episode. So personal missions. When I was researching for this episode, I was Googling, like, just trying to find, you know, outside sources. I, I know what works for me, but I also wanted to help contextualize it for people who kind of need more academic-backed information. It, it always led me to such, like, career-oriented um, mission statements, and they were always, like, one line. And for context, I have a full notebook, and personal mission statement that I just wrote recently is about 
three and a half pages. So for me, I really like to get into the nooks and crannies of where I am and what my energy is like, what is happening in my space, in my on my path, and really just call forth a lot of support and create alignment for myself really try to tap into my intuition tap into my heart which are all topics that we're just that we're going to discuss today so this can be whatever you want it to be it could be a one sentence mission statement it could be three sentences it could be six pages so whatever you need to remember who you are is what I kind of like to use as my guiding point. I want to remember who I am in this particular moment in time and that's what I like to call forth. So I think this episode goes right along with episode 16 which was energetic hygiene for the new year and I think that episode should be like energetic hygiene for any time honestly because these practices are things that you can do anytime right I like I said create these sort of statements for myself and it's a practice that is a self-love practice for me I often revisit it and A lot of our experiences are not linear, so that is why we can always add or subtract or create something new. And in energetic hygiene, those were a lot of the tools and techniques that I used to turn into my space and create an alignment internally. So now I am turning to how we are showing up, how I want to be remembered, how I want to nurture and grow my soul's essence. So I want to preface this by saying that a lot of the terms that a lot of the terms being used here are often difficult to put into words and articulate with language because they're like goosebumps. Like you don't know why you get them, but you you feel them. You feel the change in your body. Um, You know when a miracle shows up, that sort of thing. So... The first thing that I ever do is drop into the practice of elevating my emotions. The quickest way for me to drop into the frequency of love, of creativity, possibility, all of that good stuff, right, is dancing. Like literally turning on Afro beats, jamming out for like 10 minutes, dropping in, breathing deep, and turning to gratitude I will always drop in and start my personal mission statement by giving thanks to my creator for my vision for my ideas that are always greater than mine for creating space when there is seemingly no space so always always want to drop in and give thanks I also wanted to share a little bit on the science of gratitude I know that this is a topic that has gained a lot of traction recently on you know gratitude journaling has has become really big I do a practice where I send three things that I'm grateful for via email no other explanation is required just your one two three they can be short they can be long and that's the practice you know you can in your you know in your bullet journal you can write down your daily gratitudes but gratitude people understand people People are starting to wake up and practice gratitude, but this school, Berkeley, did an actual study that suggests that gratitude 
um, writing can be beneficial, not just for healthy, well-adjusted people, because, you know, that's something that you often think is like, oh, people who are, are okay, they can write and be even more okay. But they found that those that even struggle with mental health concerns also received um, psychological benefits from practicing gratitude, even for a brief practice. So start by giving thanks, no matter what the situation, start by finding something small to give thanks, that you have breath, that you are able to strive to live your personal mission and create a vision for your life. Understanding that this process is of and understanding that this process of creating a personal mission statement is what's going to keep us aligned with our path. This is what's going to provide a guiding light and principles for us to remember who we are and what we stand for when things become difficult. You know, there is no designated time for when this process can be complete or how often because our situations, goals, and paths are not linear and our statements don't have to be either. So this process allows flexibility, it allows fluidity, and it allows for us to be conscious of how we are showing up and how we are owning space at any point in our evolvement and evolution. So the personal mission statement, you want to include things that look like calling in alignment. And that could be of situations, of events, of community, of work. All of that encompasses life, right? Sometimes alignment very often looks like things falling away. And this happens because we have to shed the parts of us that are no longer for our highest and greatest so that the true aspects of ourselves can come through. So what does that look like, though? If you're in a place that's not for you, I'm currently working with um, A Course in Miracles, and it's a year-long process or 365 lessons that you do daily. And this book is literally doing Control-Alt-Delete on my brain so it's rewriting how I see a cup. It's rewriting how I see a pencil. Like all of those things that kind of hinder me from seeing true vision that, you know, that was written before I even was born. That is what we're trying to accomplish here. We're trying to shed everything that's causing some sort of denseness, that, that's causing discomfort, unease. And we want to start calling in what makes our hearts and our bodies feel at ease. And I brought some more science from the HeartMath Institute because when you start to talk about using your heart as a compass and your body, your intuition, things like that, it starts to sound very mystical, spiritual, and, you know, pseudo feel-good science. So the HeartMath Institute, which is a nonprofit that was founded in the 90s, is completely dedicated to researching and developing reliable scientific-based tools that are bridging our heart and our mind and deepening people's connection with the heart of others. So the HeartMath Institute does tons of heart coherence meditations across the world where that is millions of people meditating at the same time with the intention of increasing the coherence of the planet. So how this works and how this is a productive and beneficial science to humanity is that our hearts are the most powerful transmitters and source of electromagnetic energy in the human body. 
when we call in our personal mission statements, we really want to allow our hearts to be the compass of what we want to release. I'm going to go back to an episode of Grey's. Do you guys remember that episode of Grey's when the woman was always having heart attacks on the anniversary of her, you know, husband's death or something like that? That is a very extreme example. But, you know, our hearts carry memories. Our hearts carry the weight of what we have not healed, what we have not transmuted. So we want to use this time to release and to allow our hearts to be the compass as we, as Reverend Beckwith says, open ourselves to guidance by creating clarity for what we stand for and where we would like to go. And in this heart space, this is where we can allow our intuition to guide us to establish our practices and our intentions from a healthy heart-centered place. Our intuition can also be one of those concepts that's a little bit difficult to intellectually grasp. And science definitely has not caught all the way up to intuition, but the heart math does a really good job in their science of the heart research where they discuss the intuition and they say that the intuition is where we are guided to to most effectively tap into the next stage of our evolution with I emphasize new and creative solutions. So we want to bring out what is new, what is the on the leading edge. This is from our innermost core values, our deeper intuition. And we can align ourselves with intuitive intelligence, which can provide moment to moment guidance and empower what the heart math calls heart based living, reliance in all things on the wisdom, intelligence and qualities of the heart. So we're really using our hearts here as our guiding light. One thing that I wanted to mention here is something that I noticed is a paradigm of our culture that I feel is starting to shift and it's starting to fall away from just falling into a calling out of what was available. And now I'm seeing energetically a lot more fluidity becoming available to us in how we show up in the world so we can do both. We don't have to join ourselves to one specific vocation we can do everything and we can bring our personal mission statements to all that we do um, whether that is working in a corporate environment whether that is working for yourself whether that is being a caretaker whatever you are led to you can use this personal mission statement as a way to consistently show up in whatever space you occupy your intuition your heart already knows how to act and to help guide our evolution, I believe that the creator leaves breadcrumbs for us to pick up on using our intuitions regarding where we are headed. And part of the personal mission invocation process is truly owning our medicine. I was doing uh, my devotion recently and while I was reading, I came across a verse on spiritual gifts and it was such a timely reminder that We are mind, body, soul, that our souls have gifts directly from the creator, from source, and everybody has their own personal gift that they show up in the world with. And I think about my community, and it's always that thing that someone calls out about you. Like when I think of my friend who can always put together poetry so eloquently that captures life in such a real and 
authentic way or some of my friends are super skilled at connecting people and making people feel seen and understood some are super creative and have a beautiful eye to capture everyday life in a u- unique way so these are all the core essences of who we are and what and the gifts that we bring and these are our gifts of the spirit so a part to think about when crafting your personal mission statement is what am i doing when i feel most at home in my body you know my friends you can clearly see them in their element when they're doing these exact things it feels like play um so ask yourself what am i doing when life feels like play what does it look like what does it sound like that's what you want to do describe the emotions you feel while you're doing whatever is calling to your soul craft all of these things within this statement and when you look around the world it is truly a world of service and every spiritual technology and scripture and self-help book always talks about that you know service to humanity is how the creator propel evolution forward there's always new ideas coming forth and it's always someone trying to make something easier for someone or someone creating a new service or someone has a new offering these are all things that you know with purified intentions our intuition leads us to and you are available to be used in the expanding path of creation and no matter the environment i'm in i hope that when i craft my personal mission statement I want to craft in those core essence being things that I know that I only I can bring. We don't have to make it so complicated. It could be a smile, it could be showing integrity, it could be a sense of calm. These are all acts of service that we can most definitely craft into our personal mission statements and envision for our life in our life visioning process. You also want to think about what you will do when you don't want to show up and this is very human you know sometimes we are in the midst of it you are like knee deep in life everything is happening so you want this is a space where we can create affirmations so definitely with the releasing of things that are on your heart i think i mentioned in the last episode of a practice of literally writing things on a piece of paper, ripping it up and throw it away. You can also include an affirmatory section in your mission statement like I release all blank from my being to be recycled with with light and forgiveness. And understand that when you don't and under and another affirmation that when you don't feel inspired or encouraged to take action that I am supporting as beings of mind, body, and soul. There are forces greater than myself that intercede on my behalf. And this is always available to me. So I'm going to leave you all with a short personal invocation that I created for purpose of this episode. And when I create these mission statements, it's often in the notes of my phone or like in my journal, like I said, and it's something that I repeat you know, whenever I feel called, I don't make it a rigid where I'm really angry with myself if I don't remember it, if I don't remember to recite it. But I do try to be intentional when I am hoping to set myself on a new pace, on a new page of a journey. So it goes a little something like this. I give thanks to all that is where all of my vision, ideas, wisdom and joy comes from. 
I give thanks to my divinely ordained angels that are here right now assisting me. I give up to the earth now any feelings of not enoughness and non-vision. I claim my place as a creation of the divine and know that as I show up in service, I am supported, guided, and provided for. I show up fully in love, ease, and integrity to joyously do this work, to speak my truth, to love myself, and to love my community. I affirm and believe I am in alignment with the highest outcome for my path and give thanks for all of the lessons to come. Thank you. I am here. So it can be super simple. And like I said, sometimes I like to write, guys. So sometimes I'd be going in like in the notebook, like really like into the nooks and crannies of each and everything that I'm feeling, getting super specific of what I'm calling in. And this to me is just such a freeing and beautiful process to really picture myself where I'm going, enjoying the process, not creating rigidity, not creating more karma, <laughs> um, really just letting go and giving myself grace as well. So I really do hope that this episode was supportive. And if it was, definitely, please, please leave me your feedback. I really do love when you guys all reach out and share that the episode was helpful. It just kind of helps me to gauge what is beneficial and what is resonating. So I really do appreciate any feedback on this process if you do end up using it. And that is all I feel complete with this episode. I want to thank all of you for listening. If you made it to the end here, I appreciate it so much. Um, Share this episode with those in your community who you think may resonate. And don't forget to visit us on alchemizeglory.co. Say what up. Leave a review and rating in Apple Podcasts in Podchaser, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing day, morning, noon, or night, whenever you are listening to this. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Peace. Yeah.